Good morning, 90.3 KRNU. We're back with another episode of Miscellaneous, and this one should be pretty radical because we have ADPR major and Game of Thrones aficionado Paige Waite here today. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Evan. How's it going? Pretty good. I have not watched Game of Thrones in about four years, so... See, well, you were one of those, like, watched it when it came out. I was very late to watch Game of Thrones. I actually watched it last semester. I binged all eight seasons so I could watch House of the Dragon when it came out. Oh my gosh, no, I was there when season eight was released, so we still thought it was a good show. So you had all the hype and then you got to see it just crash and burn how it did. It discouraged me so much from watching House of Dragon. Mm -hmm. No, you have to watch it still. It's so good. It really is so good. No, I do really like it because I watched um, episodes one and two and I'm a huge fan of the Targaryens, so. Oh yeah, they're so cool. Like the way they look and everything and just. Like who else gets dragons? Like Right, like <laughs> you get born with a dragon. Like that's just so cool. It's like ultimate clout. <laughs> like the, if you ask me. What would your dragon's name be? Hmm. Okay, if I had a dragon, I think it would definitely be like the red one. Uh, you know, what's his face? Eamon, the, the crazy brother, his dragon is like freaky deaky looking. It's like long and I kind of like the way that looks. So I think I would have mine kind of look like that. That's but if I named it, maybe like pumpkin or something cute. Oh Yeah, like <laughs> something that's not menacing. But then when it like flies down and stares your face, you're like, here's pumpkin. And then it's like a menacing dragon going to kill you. <laughs> or like Hercules or something. Mm -hmm. That would be a cool one. <laughs> But um, it's actually funny because I almost had a question about what Damon's dragon's name was. I don't so. even know, so. <laughs> I can't remember it off the top of my head, but it's like a C. It's like Cerex or something. Cerex, yeah. All right. But yeah, so we've got 10 Game of Thrones trivia questions to start off today. But I'm first, um, so the show, I kind of neglected to explain it in full. <laughs> so we have 20 questions of trivia for you. Mm -hmm. I have two homebrew little games that I made up uh -huh. for the second section. Cool. And then the third, you're going to have to do something called the Hat of Challenges. The Hat of Challenges. I'm ready. All right. I'm suited up. I'm, that's what we, that's what we like to Thrones, hear. I'm Game of Thrones and my armor's on. I'm ready. <laughs> got my dragon. I got pumpkin. Pumpkin. I'm ready. Yeah, pumpkin's right there. Pumpkin's I can... right here. <laughs> <laughs> so section one, we've got general trivia starting with 10 Game of Thrones questions. Okay. So number one. The Night King has so far been the main villain of the series. At the conclusion of season seven, he destroys part of the wall. He's able to accomplish this by using one of Daenerys' dragons to burn a hole in the wall. Which dragon does he kill? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I was so confused with the names. Names is the hardest part. I have no idea. My final answer is Cuddles. It's Viserion. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. But uh, I only remembered that because... What was the other one? No clue. <laughs> Number two, we've got... What is the main religion of the Seven Kingdoms? Uh... Like... They each... the It's like the old gods and the new gods. And then the religion? It's called something specific, right? Yeah, again, final answer. I have no idea. We've got Faith of the Seven. Faith the of the answer. Seven. Okay, I would have had no idea. But 
I know like all the gods and stuff like that. The many face god. Anyway. <laughs> yep. No, I did want to do this because I also heard you in the back saying that you really knew your Game of Thrones trivia, so I picked Oh, so for then you. you were like, let me just <laughs> let me embarrass herself right now. Yep, and I was let like, me tell her let me make her answer questions about names. <laughs> I was like, how bad of a day can I give her? <laughs> but number three is not a name, thank gosh. Okay. What is the main color of House Tarly's sigil? House Tarly? House Tarly. That's Sam, right? The main color. I'm gonna like, can I guess, can I have three guesses? Yes. Okay, green? That is correct, oh. yeah, right off the bat. <laughs> so, ooh, what is the motto of House Tyrell for number four? Tyrell is... It's two words. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can never keep the houses apart, but it's growing strong. Growing strong. Yeah, because they're the farming people, right? Yeah, they grow all the crops. That makes yep. sense. That makes sense. See, some of them are just like really edgy, and then growing strong was so milk toast that I was like, so maybe. So niche. Ooh, okay, so famous last words is mm -hmm. number five. So name who said these last words. Okay. Together we can win this war in a fortnight. In a fortnight? <laughs> And as a hint, he was immediately killed that very night by a shadow creature that invaded his tent. Okay, repeat the quote. Together we can win this war in a fortnight. Was it, um, was it Baratheon, Stannis? No, it was the other one. Stannis killed. Yep. I know his name. It's the other king that he was beefing with, oh, with honestly, the Red Witch. I can give it to you. It's Renly Baratheon. Renly. I yep. use Baratheon, though. Okay. No, as soon as you said Baratheon, I was like, okay, she's got it. Number six, where was Caitlyn Stark when she was slain? Uh, They were at the Red Wedding all together, which was at... Wal Walder Frey? Walder Frey? I have the twins. The twins? I didn't even know that was a place. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Red Wedding is correct. Okay. I'm gonna give that one to you because Woo! like that was such Good an point. influential scene and I didn't even know where it took oh place. My, but that was scene was so sad. Broke my heart. Robert, you was so hot. I was like, why? They took so many people from us that it was my first like real experience in the show of, oh, anyone can just no die. No one whenever. has plot armor. Nobody <laughs> does. Safe. Oh my god, yeah. So, you actually did, like, knowing what you said earlier, you have this one in the mm. bag. So, number seven. During the Battle of Blackwater, Tyrion Lannister gives a speech to lift morale among those defending King's Landing. Mm. You may remember him saying, Those are brave men knocking at our door. Let's go kill them. The them he's referring to are troops led by whom? Stannis Baratheon. Stannis Baratheon <laughs> is correct. I did know that one. <laughs> that was, so yeah, number seven, you got that one. Okay. Number eight, talk about a full house. How many Starks are shown in the first episode of the show? Okay, I'm gonna count them through. So there's Catelyn and Ned, um, Rob, uh, Arya, we have, um, what's her face? Why, why did I just blank on her name? The redhead. Obviously, I know what it is. Sansa, yeah. Yep. I made sure okay. to have the list in front and, of me for this. Um, what's, there's two more. The little boys. 
And then do we count John? Does John count? Huh? I'm counting him. He's part of the fam. He counts. John. And then there's uh the wolf boy the 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 guy what's his name? The crow guy. Ron. Bran? Ron? And then oh, Bran, yeah. Bran. And then the last one. What's the youngest one's name? I can't think. You okay. I don't know his name, but there's the last one. I got them all. <laughs> so John wasn't on the list, but I will actually put him there because I think that was you fair. You have to do him justice and count him. So that puts nine Starks in episode episode one. But I nailed them. I got them all right. I'm not forgetting one. I don't think you were. What was the littlest one's name? So we have, um, I'll just read them all. Okay. We have Eddard Stark, Caitlin, Bran, Rob, Arya, Sansa, Rickon. Rickon. And Benjen. Benjen? Oh, yeah, the uncle. Okay, never mind. I missed one. Dang it. Yep, I was like, I don't know who these all are, but I do know Benjen had been in the name, so I really liked that. <laughs> I forgot about him a little bit. And then he became like this cool, like, headless horseman, like, vibe. Even though he wasn't headless, but you know, when he was, like, out there. Yep. No, I love, this is, like, reigniting my memories, memories. of the show. <laughs> okay, so the last two, I decided to give you, um... House of Dragon questions oh, instead. Oh, nice. Okay, so there's good. only two of them, but... What animal, oh, for number nine, what animal do King Viserys and his men hunt for in the woods? Oh, it's like a big deer elk thingy with like antlers. Close enough, it's a white stag. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The deer, the, the stag, deer. you know, it, it's very, isn't it like symbolic? It was symbolic to the king, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't know if, like what for, because I'm not like. I don't remember off the top of my head, but. I just have like the little trivia blip at the end of each and it doesn't say like why. Okay, so number 10, I don't know where this was in the show because I haven't seen up to it, but this <laughs> sounds metal as all get out. For number 10, in which part of King's Landing are children made to fight against each other in an arena? Oh, I don't know what specific part, but it's like in like the slums kind of where they, it's like a ring where they fight each other. Do you have a like... guess for what the slums are called? Any, uh... No. <laughs> so we were looking for flea bottom. Flea bottom. Okay, now that you say that, it just like comes back to me and I'm like, oh yeah. But yeah, those were the um, 10 Game of Thrones questions. You honestly did better than I was expecting for how hard I made them. Thank you. Yeah. I told you. No, I, I know did, my yeah. stuff. No, I just love this as like my one power trip a week where I can have like super <laughs> you obscure just do questions. just like the most hard questions and people are like, um. <laughs> so this is where you're gonna start hating me. We have 10 more. Okay. So I feel bad for anyone who doesn't watch Game of Thrones or House of Dragons. So we're gonna go into 10 just obscure general trivia questions. Okay. Question 11, what's the capital of Canada? Is it Quebec? It's Ottawa is what I've got in front of me. <laughs> but that was a good guess because I actually didn't know. This is just gonna embarrass me and people are gonna think I'm stupid, but that's okay. You're the fifth person to tell me that in your episode five. Woo! Um, Give it up for fifth person. Number 12. We've got a true or false for you. Mm -hmm. A bee's stinger is a modified ovipositor, meaning only females have them. True or false? True, right? That is correct. Okay. It is true. Yeah. You'll never be stung by a male bee, wasp, or hornet, or any bug for that matter, because ovipositors are just stingers. Have you ever been stung by a bee? Stung by a bee and a hornet, but not a wasp. Hmm. I don't think I've ever been stung by a wasp either. Hurts. I got stung right in the middle of my hand. By a bee? Yeah. Oh, yikes. Because I didn't know it was like, I like put my hand like on a surface and I didn't know the bee was there. So I put my hand on it. It stung me. 
mine was a bee got like in my shoulder at summer camp once and oh, so it just like died in there oh yeah. no <laughs> <laughs> i like removed a crushed bee from my shoulder and i was like oh poor baby murderer <laughs> literally so number 13 staying on the um bug trend these next couple are going to be bug themed questions because i love them okay number 13 what common bathroom item can be used in a killing jar to collect bugs in a killing jar a killing jar it's um what entomologists use it's a glass jar with plaster of paris on the bottom and it's soaked with a specific chemical so i need to know what chemical that is not necessarily because it's just in common bathroom items so the bathroom um, Maybe not common in my bathroom. Is it baking soda? I wish. It's actually nail polish or nail polish remover. Oh, like acetone. Okay. Yeah, we're sense. looking for ethyl acetate. So, yeah. I have nail polish remover. I don't, so I don't even know why I said common bathroom item, but... Mm. Number 14. What insect was responsible for the bubonic plague? What insect? Oh, like a flea, because it got on the rats. The rat flea, yep, yep. I was going to say, if you had like a hard time with it, because I didn't expect you to, but if you did, I'd just be like, you technically already said, said the it. word. Said it. Yep. <laughs> said blank bottom. So this is one that I would never have guessed in a million years, and as a philosophy major, it made me really happy. But who's generally considered the father of entomology? And that's number 15. The father of entomology? I mean... Is it Freud? That was a really good guess, honestly, but it's Aristotle. Aristotle apparently pioneered entomology. Did he really? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Okay. Right? Just I, side quest. I was know. just, you know, a little dabbling. <laughs> yeah. You know. He's so, a well-rounded yeah. individual. Very, very smart, I guess. I don't, I'm, I'm going to have to look into that after this because I didn't take the time to see what that meant. But like, Wow. Okay. Good for him. The more you know. Slay. Yes, Slay. <laughs> Aristotle Slay. So, for the last five, you know your Game of Thrones politics, but people tend to know less about Europe's less exciting Game of Thrones. So, for number 16, what international event was started by Pope Urban II's <laughs> sermon at Claremont in 1095? You know, I think my solid guess you read the question actually one more time? Yeah. Which international event was started by Pope Urban II's sermon in Claremont at, in the year 1095? Okay. You know, I think Pope, the Pope, he just, he was talking some mad smack about some of the people in his council. And I think that they weren't really, they didn't like that at all. So I think that they plotted uh, against the church and they killed him. That's my guess. That was a very novel guess, but it's the First Crusade. Okay. <laughs> but did that happen, do you know? Is that like... No, I just made that up. <laughs> wow, okay, that's really good. Thank you. Working on my storytelling. No, literally, I, te I think I have some impromptu hat of challenges, so you might be really good at those. Okay, yay. Number 17, we've still got like this Black Death motif going on. Mm. So what proportion of the English population is assumed to have been killed in the Black Death in 1348 to 49? Like a fraction mount, or do you want a percentage? Okay. Fraction. Okay. I would say, wasn't it like, wasn't it like two thirds? 
Like, it was a good portion, right? Am I right? That was close. You got the denominator right. It's one third. Dang it. I was a little bit off a little more than I could chew. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. I I killed off a little bit more of Europe than would actually happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you had really optimistic estimates for the rats. I know. I really really (laughs) thought they were putting in the work. And they were to a huge extent. Like, <laughs> I'm still really surprised they were just running around and people were dying. But, like, I guess they didn't know about epidemiology at the time. Mm. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> Number 18 and 19. Um, I'm so sorry about these ones, but I was really excited. Number 18, which French monarch was dubbed the Sun King? And I will tell you he's one of the Louis. Louis? But there's a lot of Louis. The Sun King? Oh, God. There's so many... I'm going to say Louis Vuitton. <laughs> We're thinking of Louis XIV or Louis XIV. He was the Sun King because I guess he made the Palace of Versailles. Oh, interesting. And then number 19 um, is the last one of these, but mm. you're going to hate me all the same. Oh, lovely. I really know my French monarchs the most. So <laughs> do you know which one was referred to as Louis the Beloved? Louis the Beloved. And it's another number. Louis the 12th. Um, it's actually the 15th, right after Louis XIV. I threw those in because, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just a pest. <laughs> you just knew I would have absolutely, like, no idea. Thank you. Yeah. Aww. Number 20. Name any monarch involved in the 100 Years' War. Also, bonus points for any more than one you can name. Like, I don't know. I've been taking a history class since like literally junior year of high school. So this is just, and it was US history. So this is not helpful <laughs> at all. <laughs> I will tell you like the whitest possible names are going to be the ones that you want. Three of them are named the same thing. It's like Elizabeth was a big one. Henry, am I getting any of them? You're getting- Henry the eighth? Huh? Henry the fourth, Henry the fourth. Henry the fourth and fifth are two of them. Do I get bonus points then? You do get bonus points for that. Do you want to get one wager one more guess because you're on you're on a really good track with these Henrys? Henry the sixth. Henry the sixth. <laughs> That's three Henrys. Three for three. So, and just in case you were curious, it was French kings Philip the sixth, John the second, Charles the fifth, Charles the sixth, and Charles the seventh, and the English monarchs Edward the third, Richard the second, and then Henry four, five, and six. Wow. So, counting up points on round one. A lot of original names there. <laughs> I said copy and paste. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So with the bonus points, that's eleven out of twenty for round one, which that's is not passing. But I'm gonna take that as a W. I was gonna say it's not passing in a class you studied for. <laughs> no. <laughs> but there was no way to see any of these coming. So basically, um, I'm a fake Game of Thrones fan. Yeah. Much. That was section one. You got eleven out of twenty. <laughs> it's time for section two. Oh yeah. Fun and games. I'm ready. So I've got two little homebrew games. You're gonna love the second one. <laughs> so we're gonna start with the first one. Make an impression. <laughs> so Make I'm going to say impression. a name mm-hmm. and you have, I mean, as long as you want to just do an impression of them. But like speedy enough. Okay. Yeah. 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 So number one, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Wow. 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 
Because <laughs> he played Lightning McQueen. Yep, yep. No, that was exactly what I was hoping for. Need for speed. I see Owen Wilson's not, I got to like scrunch up my nose too. Number two, you might have more fun with surprisingly, Donald Trump. Oh, wow. Oh, I could do that. Yeah. Joe, did you take my diamonds? <laughs> like, you know the AI voices when they're playing Minecraft together? You know what I'm talking about? And it's like, Joe, did you take my diamonds out of the chest? It's weird that that's the third time in the past 48 hours I've heard of that. Number three, Michael Jackson. That, <laughs> 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 how do you do it? Like, <laughs> like how does he do it? <laughs> I can only, like, I only know the laugh. So I put that one on there because I was like, this one's a throwback. Yeah. Number four, Matt Waite from the College of Journalism oh and my Mass God. Communications. Let me crack my knuckles for this one. For the viewers at home, Paige is actually the daughter of Matt Waite from the College of Journalism and Mass Communications. Patience. I just want you to know. Big news. Big news. <laughs> you didn't already know. My best impression of Matt Waite. Mm, oh, my best impression of my father. This, see, I can't, I won't give you guys the school impressions. You see that every day. I'll give you guys the at-home Matt Waite impression. So... Imagine I'm, imagine me. I'll give you a setup because you guys can't see me. Imagine me sitting on a couch, um, just spread out, phone like ready to game, and you just hear a PUBG mobile match, full volume going on on the couch, and him just hardcore gaming. Or any random TikToks, him scrolling through his For You page feed on full volume on the couch. Also the classic dad pose in front of the TV. He'll just be doing that all day, either with um, like, soccer like the Premier League or probably Inception always watching I mean stupid movie <laughs> cut wow See, I can't talk about my dad without the curse words jumping out of me this is some incredible Matt Waite lore that we're all privy to now he's a big PUBG fan as so am I but I put him on PUBG so don't think don't think that who's better me I'm higher ranked than him okay that's so fair I've never played PUBG it's fun. It's Maybe a I'll have game. to ask. Maybe I'll have to ask him to play with so, me. You ask him to run squads. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, maybe would he would he play Fortnite with me? He is not a Fortnite gamer. No. You heard it here first. Matt Waite Wait, is not a Fortnite. Does gamer. not play Fortnite. He is a PUBG stan. PUBG for life. He does not crank 90s, guys. <laughs> I love how like two other like CJOMC or COJMC faculty will be like listening to this. And then be like, dang, he's just going after Matt Waite. <laughs> so to take a little bit off of him, number five right. is Ronnie Green. Oh. And please don't cancel the show for this one. You know, what's crazy is I've actually never, ever heard Ronnie Green speak before, I don't think. Or if I have, I have no idea how he talks. But I'm just going to do an impression with how I think he would sound. I, I would imagine him coming out on, like, the football field at, like, the, at the big red welcome event for all the freshmen being like, Hello, University of Nebraska students. Thank you and welcome to I don't I don't even know. It, that was surprisingly accurate. Was if it? it was like more southern and wispy. That's what I thought. He kind of gives off that vibe. Yeah, because I, I didn't know what he sounded like until I think like two years ago when we all got sent those video modules from the college to like go through, and he was like oh, talking, but he had mm -hmm. like an anime self-insert character. <laughs> was it really? It was like an animated Ronnie Green. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, that was, um, technically, I don't think there was really a way to fail in that one, but I'm going to give you four out of five just because of the Michael Jackson one. What was wrong with that? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I just wanted to see how you'd react. 4.5 out of five. Actually, you know, fair enough. Meet in the middle. Thank you. Yeah. No, I'm nothing if not reasonable. I love to compromise and I'm stubborn, so. And you're an ad PR major, so it's what you do. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I'm good at. So game number two, um, I hope this one's fun. It's <laughs> called Canon or Canton. I made five Game of Thrones obscure characters, and you have to tell me if they're canon or if I made them up. Okay, okay, gotcha. So first, Dale Baratheon. D-A-E-L <laughs> Baratheon. Dale? Okay. Oh, like that's, that's it? You just gave me the name? Yep. Dale Baratheon. I'm like, you made that up. I did make that uh, one up. Woo, I was like, Dale. <laughs> number two is kind of, I'll just, number two, hmm. Raina the Foot. Raina the Foot. That's real, right? That's actually not. It's not? That's not real. Dang it. I know. Number three, Carl Tanner. Carl Tanner? Carl's with a K, but yeah, Carl Tanner. <laughs> Is that one real? That one is real. <laughs> Who Carl is he? Tanner. I'm pretty sure he was um, the one that betrayed the Night's Watch. Oh, gotcha. Okay, he, yeah. He like led that mutiny. Mm. Number four, Maggie the Frog. <laughs> what? Uh, that's fake. Maggie the Frog is actually the one that delivered a prophecy to uh, Daenerys when she was a baby. Why was that her name? No, literally, I added <laughs> that Raina was her the name? Foot. Yeah, okay. Maggie the Frog. I added Raina the Foot earlier as a primer to make it be like, that can't be real. Maggie the Frog. Maggie the Frog. And then number number five, John Targaryen. Well, Jon Snow is technically John Targaryen, so like, isn't it real? You know what? I put that as Canton, but I didn't even think about the fact that that literally is, is true. His name? Yeah, no, that's like oh, actually his name. So yeah. you on your own show. How do you feel about that? Honestly, really embarrassed <laughs> to the point where what if I just cut that question out? The roles are reversed now. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is like, yeah. So yeah, wow. Okay, that was four or one, two, three, or wait, one, two out of five. But I'll give you an extra point for getting, like, proving me wrong for on the show. For you? Yeah, so that's three out of five. Nice. I'll take it. So we've got 4.5 plus three, so that's 7.5 in round two. Okay. All right. How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling great. Uh, this is fun. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's not going to be as much fun in just a second. I'm oh, getting boy. out the hat of challenges. <laughs> and then as long as my handwriting holds, you can read it or I can read it. Okay. What's your... Words per minute, what's your WPM? What's your WPM? All right, so I'm gonna give you a writing sample that I wrote, okay. and you're going to have a minute to get as far into it as you can. Okay. A minute starting in three, two, one, go. Among critical scholars, class-based struggle is a deeply explored topic. The dominant ideology in the U.S. is a capitalist system relying on the class-based separation of people. This class divide was a major inspiration for Karl Marx, who argued against capitalist systems and in favor of classless society. The movie Shrek challenges the dominant ideology by criticizing capitalist doxa and utilizing a Marxist refiguring of classic fairy tale characters as a criticism of the American dream. Shrek was released in 2001 by DreamWorks in a short. The movie follows an ogre Shrek whose swamp is invaded by a dis 
a displaced fairy tale characters. To get his swamp back, Shrek tries to cut a deal with the corrupt Lord Farquaad. Shrek agrees to rescue Farquaad's bride to be Fiona in exchange for his renewed solitude. While saving Fiona, Shrek makes a talking donkey named Donkey. Meets a talking donkey named Donkey. <laughs> That's funny. When the two rescued Fiona and Donkey and the dragon fall in love, Shrek realizes a love for Fiona too after Fiona is revealed to have a curse, turning her into an ogre sometimes. They then turn to Farquaad, killing him and restoring the fairy tale character's rights to live in the kingdom. To begin, it is important to explain how my interpretive... Ah. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... <laughs> All right, so let me... You cut after I interpretive? Yeah. 200 words exactly, actually. Oh, wow. So 200 words a minute. So, yeah, that's two words per minute, right? Yeah? No? Two words per second? No. Like, How's the math work? That's more than three words per second. Because 60... Mm. 200 divided by 60 is like 3 point something. 3.3. We're going to round it up to 4. Yeah. Because I'm awesome. Yeah, actually, yeah. So we'll have 4 words per second. 3 to 4 words per second at the end of that. So that's the hat of challenges. What did you think? <laughs> it was, you need a better hat, but... Otherwise, it's very, very fun. I like it. <laughs> no, every time I'm just like, I just had this little bag and I'm like, imagine there's a hat, please. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna give you the hat of challenges doesn't have direct point values ever. So I don't know, I'll give you like half a dragon egg for that. Oh yeah, nice. Awesome. So we've got 11 plus seven and a half, that's 18 and a half. 18 and a half and a dragon egg today. Oh! Which means what? What does that mean? It means good job. Thank you. Yeah. How did I do in comparison to past episodes? Am so, I one of the worst, one of the best, or am I right in the middle? I think we've had an 11 and a 12. Did I do better than Megan? I think so, actually. But you'll have to did watch that, that Megan? episode. Did you hear that? <laughs> you actually keep taunting Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Megan. I'm kidding. <laughs> she got You're the Host, and so she asked me five trivia questions and then got to do the outro. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. But, um, yeah, so this has been Miscellaneous on 90.3 KRNU. Thank you again for tuning in, and make sure to not watch Game of Thrones unless you're like my parents and can handle disappointment. appointment.